If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Laura Curran joining us live. It's Cut to the Chase with Laura Curran on 77 WABC. Welcome back to Cut to the Chase. I am Laura Curran, and I'm looking outside the window of the studio here at WABC. A lot of buildings going up. A lot of buildings are empty. Uh, about 50% capacity uh, in New York City offices. That's the typical office attendance on a typical weekday. It doesn't look like it's getting great, uh, although we can compare ourselves to San Francisco where the malls are shutting down, all the stores are shutting down, people are getting the hell out of there. So it's not it's not that bad. But just to get a sense of how it is now and where it's going to go, I have back Andrew Cohen, who is a reporter for the Commercial Observer. Andrew, welcome back. Thank you, Laura. Excited to be back with you. So I can hear you beautifully. I remember the last time we spoke, you were in Las Vegas, and I think you were just having way too much fun. <laughs> so that's much more clear. Uh, so I, you may have seen this report from controller, New York City controller Brad Lander. He rolled out this worst case scenario that there could be a substantial drop of 40% in Manhattan's office space value, in the value of it in the next about eight years resulting in a big drop in New York City property taxes, which, of course, would make the city's budget gap even bigger. How realistic do you think this scenario is? I think it's uh, – unfortunately, I do think it's very realistic um, because, you know, the hybrid working trends that, you know, have been very persistent during the pandemic, I do think are here to stay. Now, that, that's not to say that there's not going to be a need for – office space, there's just going to be a need for a lot less office space. And there's going to be winners and losers uh, in in the process. I mean, there are some success stories in New York, certainly. One, Vanderbilt, uh, which was uh, built or, or opened in twenty late 2019. I mean, that's uh, almost 100% lease mm. and uh, doing very well. One World Trade Center continues to do very well. But there are a lot of properties, older properties uh, and Class B properties that I think at the end of the day are are, are probably not going to make it and going to need to be converted or, or they're going to have to find other uses for. Right. You know, and there's another issue uh, where high tax area, you have folks like Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. He's saying, hey, taxes are really expensive. Maybe the quality of life is better in places like Texas and Florida. They're more welcoming to us, a more business friendly environment. Is that a concern as well? Yes, there's COVID and people have new habits of working, so they're not going in every day. But then you have the other aspects of lower crime, potentially not as much homelessness, fewer taxes, more business friendly environment. Is that a concern as well? It certainly is with the uh, commercial real estate uh, community. I know they, you know, they've been very uh, aggressive in trying to push uh, lower taxes or, you know, at least holding the line on raising taxes. I know, you know, they're um, 
they lobby very hard uh, with the legislator, especially um, the real estate board of New York, because they know that that's, you know, that that is that is a uh, concern. Um, uh, I will say, though, I think with one thing that's kind of a saving grace for New York uh, is that there is a lot of financial services companies in New York. Um, that's mm-hmm. a huge part of the uh, of the city's uh, economy. And those companies are pushing the back to the work or back to the office uh, much more aggressively than, say, tech companies. And that's a big reason why I think, you know, you mentioned San Francisco before. Yes. I think that's a big reason why their uh, office um, they, uh, their office uh, occupancy uh, is much is much lower. I think is because they're, they're much more uh, of a tech driven economy. And it affects the whole ecosystem of a neighborhood. If you don't have people coming in, it's like the lifeblood coming into the organs, keeping them vibrant. Uh, are you seeing neighborhoods in places like Astoria and Park Slope and other neighborhoods around the five boroughs that are benefiting from this? From this more working remote? I mean, I'm imagining local restaurants, bars, coffee shops, you know, cleaners, small mom and pop retail shops are benefiting from what could be a loss in the business districts. Yeah, I I mean, I have heard that in terms of especially on the retail end, because I mean, that's one thing that's kind of often forgotten with uh, when we talk about the uh, the office market is the effect on the retail space, the small mom and pop deli, you know, that is used to getting a lot of office workers five days a week. Well, now they might be getting them three days a week or, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's certainly a lag there. But as a result of that, I think, you know, you do have more people working remotely on certain days who might have their apartments in Brooklyn or Queens and they're, they're, uh, you know, supporting their, those local businesses. So, so there is that, yes, there is that, uh, absolutely that element. What's happening with Hudson Yards and, and that amazing development that opened right before the pandemic? Is that vibrant? Is that full? Are people going to work there? Yeah, I, you know, when I mentioned before, you know, that the you know some success, there are some uh, some success stories out there. Certainly, Hudson Yards comes to mind. Uh, those, you know, they, they they've opened uh, a few new buildings there in recent years. Also, Manhattan West, which is right next to um, Hudson Yards, and and those office properties are. You know, close to, you know, I mean, not 100 percent, but they're, you know, very, very high. um, So higher than what, you know, Um, what would be called the class B properties. Oh, yeah. Much, much higher. And and, and have attracted some some big companies. You know, Ernst & Young has a a lot of space there. Uh, Pfizer, their new global headquarters Mm -hmm. uh, is in Hudson Yards. So, yeah, those properties are are doing well. Now, I think um, what's interesting with Hudson Yards is initially, you know, they envisioned a lot more development there. And, and some of that has been on hold. Now, one of um, uh, related group, the uh, developer is, is pitching a, um, a casino for part of that. Yes, um, that's right. Development. You know, that's a whole other topic, of course, you know, there's a, in terms of who's going to get that. Yeah, I'm that fascinated by that. And, and Larry Silverman's throwing his hat in the ring kind of late in the game here for his property, not too far from Times Square. I think it's like at 40th and 11th or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So then the there's that. West, another far west side. <laughs> yes. And, 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 you know, while it's a different topic, it does kind of relate, I would say, in terms of Manhattan, at least. You know, there's a few proposals in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. SL Green has one mm-hmm. uh, in Times Square. With yep. And I think, uh, you know, part of what's driving that is that these are big office landlords and they're, you know, they're struggling in terms of their, uh, uh, in some of their properties, especially the Class B ones. And, you know, they're kind of looking for, some other kind of uh, some other kind of project to uh, you know kind of fill the void. What about Vornado? They put pressed pause on their huge 
very ambitious development around Penn Station. Any words from them? Yeah, well, you know, I think it's interesting with with, with Stephen uh, Roth, the um, the head of Vornado. I I covered a couple of their earnings calls in 2021, mm. and at that point, he was still very bullish on on Office. You know, thinking that eventually it's gonna it's gonna return. I mean, not just him, but but a lot of um, a lot of the big uh, heads of these of these large REITs. And uh, he is now, you know, you know, sounding the alarms a little bit. I mean, when he does that, I think that that uh, mm-hmm. kind of tells you that we're kind of in this, you know, you know, that the the office environment is kind of, uh, you know, perhaps has been changed uh, forever. Um, so and it's also certainly reflective in his um, in a lot of his Penn Station uh, plans. I think, that, you know, that is going to be you know, kind of like Hudson Yards. That is going to have to be probably rethought. A bit, you know, and 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 maybe not include as much of the office of the office component. But I think, like I said before, though, Class A, you know, newer Class A office properties, there is a demand for those that have the you know the most modern amenities. So I think there could be there could be some some need for that. It's just a question of um, it's kind of like a slow moving car crash though, in a lot in a lot with a lot of these other older properties because mm-hmm. they have they still have leases, but you know, they're probably not going to make it. So it's just kind of trying to filter that uh, through that process. That's going to be um, the key. Andrew Cohen, a reporter for Commercial Observer. I've got one more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Question before I let you go. So you talked earlier in the conversation about how some of these buildings that aren't being used or maybe, you know, they can't pay the mortgage anymore, the property taxes get too much, that their use could be transitioned to something else. What exactly could these transition into? Well, the the most common uh, one would be multifamily. But mm-hmm. and, and there is and there's definitely a need for multifamily in, in New York. Obviously, we know about the affordable housing shortage or just the, the lack of of uh, apartments in general there's there is a lot of demand to live in in New York despite some of its you know recent struggles yes and um, and this is one way to solve that but it's not it's not so simple though because a lot of these office properties are not uh, conducive to being converted to multifamily depending on the floor plates and ironically some of the older properties that were built in like the 60s and 70s are are more conducive to this and there's actually a couple uh, actually very close to where I work that are kind of underway right now one of them is uh 25 water street and the other 55 broad street uh, both in the financial district so it'll be interesting to see how those projects pan out and perhaps if they're successful they could be kind of a uh you know a good template for for more uh, conversion projects. Um, you know, I think there also might be some, you know, some efforts to maybe convert some buildings to life sciences, perhaps. But again, that's, you, you know, it really depends on the, the width of the building in a lot of cases, you know, they, you know mm-hmm. in terms of the floor plates, that it will not always be, be a possibility. But I think you know, you're going to have to see, you're going to see a lot of creativity, I think, uh, in the coming years to, to try to find ways to, to make use of, of some of these spaces. 
Andrew Cohen, reporter for Commercial Observer. One thing we can count on: New York City never stays the same. It's all she's always evolving, and we're and, and, and we're not as bad as San Francisco. <laughs> and resilient. That's right. Thank you so much. Talk Absolutely. to you soon. All right. Thank you. You got it. All right. After the break, I want to talk to you. I want to make this a really short break, if we can, uh, so we can get as many calls as possible. Hang on. I'm coming for you.